So welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Gaia Shauna Morissette. I use Shauna because that was my birth name, right? So most of you are like, who's Shauna? I'm Gaia Shauna Morissette. And I am an ethical slut and proud of it. And today on my orgasmic life, I'm going to dive into deeply sharing my story with you of how I wasn't always ethical and how I, all the slut shaming that I've gone through. And this is why I own it, that I am an ethical slut and I own it and I'm proud of it because as women, we are not just women, but in particular, you know, there's a lot of shame around being able to be sexually liberated and free. And the only word that we have in our culture is slut. And there's a lot of negativity attached to that. It's like, that's a bad thing. Like the worst thing that could possibly ever happen was that you were sexually liberated and free and that you liked sexuality and you were okay with having it and exploring it and, ex and being into it. Okay. So before we get into my topic, does anybody have any like questions, comments, you know, all those other uh, ethical sluts who are listening, please come out of the closet. This is a safe space. We're creating this movement. Ethical sluts unite. Woo! <laughs> all right. So make sure you put in the comments that you own it. Say, I am too, I'm also an ethical slut and I'm own it. All right, let's see how we're going. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right, story time. So when I was young, um, young being when I was a teenager, a young teenager, preteen actually, um, I was very sexual in my being, but not actually sexual as in I was acting sexual with other people. However, there still was this, like, I was called a slut. And it was a word that was used to hurt me. Before I had even engaged sexually with another person, there was already this, like, evil word that I was this dirty slut. And the truth of the matter is, is that I think that's just because there was jealousy, there was envy, there was this sense of empowerment within me around my sexuality and around the desires that I had. I think that was what that was about. And I also think that it was also used a lot um, as from a place of anger in particular from the boys who really, really, really wished that I would have sex with them and put out and I wasn't going to. And so instead of being feeling that rejection or whatever it was for them of setting me, setting that parameter and that boundary, it, it felt better to call me a slut and to ruin my reputation than it was for them to actually just be like, you know, oh, she doesn't want to have sex with me. So I then started to become sexual and engaging sexually with others. And 
I had a lot of trauma. So there was a lot of acting out early in my childhood around, you know, exploring sexual activity long before I was actually prepared or ready for emotionally or psychologically. So when I consciously chose to start engaging sexually with other people, I didn't do it from a place of ethics. I didn't know about ethics. I also grew up in a in, in a time, I'm 44, and I grew up when I was growing up, you didn't date, you went steady. You liked a boy or you liked somebody and that was your boyfriend. You hadn't even you hadn't even gone on a date to see if you even liked them. Um, you haven't even spent any time with them. It was like you would pass a note saying, hey, do you want to be by my boyfriend? Or somebody would pass you a note and say, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? And it was like all of a sudden we were going steady. And I I'm not I'm a non-monogamous being. So I didn't know how to navigate that. And I didn't know that there was these other options. Um, and so I always felt trapped. So I wasn't honorable in all of that because I didn't know I had those options because no one talked about it. So I lied and I cheated and I dated more than one boy at a time and I engaged sexually with more than one, you know, at that time I was uh, pretty heterosexual at that moment. So I was only boys that I was, you know, exploring sexually with. And, um, you know, I engage sexually, but not from a place of ethics and not from, and it made me feel bad. Like I felt bad deep inside, like that I was lying and I was cheating and I was hiding and that I had to feel icky for doing those things. Um, so that was kind of my teenage years, <laughs> pretty much in a nutshell. Um, and if anybody who happens to be listening at some point, and you happen to have known me back then, and you happen to have maybe been dating me when that happened, I am going to take responsibility, and I'm going to apologize in this moment. I am sorry for not knowing how to navigate and being straight up honest and getting my needs met. And I'm sorry that I lied and I'm sorry that I betrayed you. And I'm so sorry that I betrayed any trust that you might've had. And I take full responsibility that that may have those relationships that you had with me may have affected how you're moving in your relationships throughout your life. And I hope that I didn't do any long-term damage and that um, I, you know, take full responsibility for that pain. And I'm, and I'm truly sorry from the depths of my heart. Okay. Whoo. I didn't know I was going to do that this morning. <laughs> so I'm just going to check in and see how we're doing. All right. Please, please, please leave your name and your, not your name, but leave your comments and your loves and your shares in the, you know, in the comments because, you know, it's important to like, again, ethical sluts unite, <laughs> All right? And if you have any questions, please engage in our live interaction today. Okay. <sighs> Where was I? Okay, so now let's fast forward. All right, so that was my ethical slut time, all right? Um, and then 
And then I moved into falling in love with a woman. So now we, we move into my, my bisexual period <laughs> of my sexual adventuring. Um, and I fell in love with a woman. And at that moment, I happened to be in a, in a relationship with a man who I loved very deeply. And he had taught me about trust. He had, he had placed so much trust in me that he helped me heal all of those wounds and all of those places in which I moved from a not trustworthy place, an unethical place. And because he had such faith in me, I couldn't lie to him and I couldn't cheat on him. So what ended up happening is, is that I was fully forthcoming that I had fallen in love with this girl. And I asked him, what should I do about this? And he was like, well, tell her and explore it. And neither one of us had ever done non-monogamy before, ethically anyways, right? I I'd had lots of non-monogamy, but none of it was ethical. He had always been very monogamous. Um, and so he didn't know what he was doing. And so I did. I opened up. And I started down the road of becoming, doing, exploring ethical non-monogamy. And I ended up having a polyamorous relationship with these two people. I fell deeply in love with the woman and I felt deeply in love with that, my partner. And um, they didn't really interact with each other. And there was a lot of pain and there was a lot of heartache and there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of sex and there was a lot of stuff in that. Um, but I knew that it felt better than it, anything that I didn't know what I was doing and, and, you know, I navigated much better now, but I had no idea what I was doing then. And, um, now I do, which is why I teach navigating ethical non-monogamy. Um, anyways, so I really, truly learned that even though it was hard and it was uncomfortable, but it felt right. It was like, instead of me feeling shame, so much shame, and feeling icky, and lying, and, per, and not telling, being truthful for myself or others, and all of the, the judgment, both external and internal, that I was having about not being ethical, it was killing me before the way that I lived. And now, even though it was uncomfortable and it was painful and there was some drama and blah, 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 it felt right. It felt good. I could look at myself in the mirror and love who was looking back at me instead of feeling like the worst human being ever. And so I started down the path of and owning, and I was 19 at that point. At 19, I had been like discovered ethical non-monogamy, where it was like fully dis full disclosure. And I went through all sorts of different types and phases and, and you know, swinging and primary partners and having a harem. And I've had like many different, you know, done many different ways. And I found, and I know what works best for me. And when I honor, when I started to honor my truth of that I was 
meant for ethical non-monogamy, which, and then I owned that I was sexually liberated and free and that I like sex. I'm really good at sex. <laughs> I'm in incredibly orgasmic and everything in my day-to-day -day life is all about, this is why the show's called My Orgasmic Life, is because everything in my day throughout the day is an orgasmic possibility. I am this divine sexual goddess. And part of reclaiming my sexual power has been the journey of reclaiming the word slut. Because that word was used in such a way to hurt me, in such a way to prevent me from being truthful and owning my power. And so now, I am an ethical slut. I am. I love my slutty ways. I love who I am on a sexual being. And everybody who is in my harem, by the way, I have a harem that works best for me, <laughs> is they love that I'm sexually liberated and free. And they love that I'm very, very sexually liberated and slutty. They love my slutty ways. I love my slutty ways. And in, in that ownership and setting that parameters up has been, it's been a game changer. And I tend to work best with a harem of typically having one primary partner in that harem and having about four or five other ongoing lovers. That works really, really well for me. Um, in my lifestyle and my, in you know my arousal levels, um, and I don't know what I want to leave you with. I want to really leave you with that. That in letting go, even me having this talk right now, me sharing this with the world, is another way of me reclaiming me being an ethical slut, me reclaiming my sexuality, re me reclaiming my sexual empowerment and my sexual freedom. And the word slut is the only word that we have right now for a sexually adventurous, liberated, empowered woman. We don't have a, one word that represents all of that other than a sex goddess. And so where we, there's many words if for, to describe a male sexuality and, and prowess and pride, there's being a stud. Even if you were to call, and it's really interesting because, you know, there's times where I'll, I'll you know, call some of my male uh, friends sluts and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm a stud. That's right. I'm a big, big slut. And I'm okay with that. And because society says it's okay for men to be sexual beings, it's okay for men to engage in sexual activity, it's okay for men to have more than one, uh, you know, sexual partner. It's okay. But we've been taught as women that it's not okay. And that we are, aren't supposed to be Sex. We're supposed to be sexy. This is the thing with our cultural society. I just wanted to talk a little bit about this. Is that we've been taught it's okay to be sexy. Not only is it okay, 
but uh, you're expected to be sexy all the time, 24-7. Sexy, 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 sexy. But you're not allowed to be sexual. You're only allowed to be um, sexy, being the object of somebody else's sexual desire, but not allowed to be sexually engaging and sexual and like sex and be sexual. And so I leave you, that's what I leave you with is how do you treat women, other women? You know, there's been, there's a lot of slut shaming and I endured a lot of slut shaming and majority of that slut shaming was from women by the way. And um, there was slut shaming. Uh, I've had plenty of slut shaming from men in my life as well. Um, because it's a threat for me to be sexual and want and crave and desire and ask and be unapologetic. I'm not apologetic about being a sexual goddess. I am not apologetic for the fact that I am horny all the time. I am not apologetic that I have lots and lots and lots of orgasms and that the world is my oyster of possibilities. I will not apologize for wanting my cake and eating it too. Why else would I have cake if I wasn't going to eat it? <laughs> I am here to say I am an ethical slut and proud of it. And I will not apologize anymore to anybody for that. So I hope this has inspired you. Again, ethical sluts unite! <laughs> I will not apologize. So I hope this has inspired you to look at how we feel, what we think. How many judgments? Actually, this is what I want you to, this is a good way. While you were listening to me talk about my life and about how I moved, how many judgments did you have? How many judgments came up for you? Yeah. <laughs> And so I lovingly invite you to release all of those judgments because those judgments are interfering in your sexual liberation, um, in your sexual freedom. It doesn't matter what gender you or what gender you identify. We all are carrying these shame around our sexual liberation and freedom. And so all those judgments that you had about me are really judgments that you have is preventing for you to having freedom to be able to lean into who you are as a sexual being all right that's it that's all you want to learn more you want to hang out with me more come hang out with me at succulentliving.com um, for all the yous that don't know um, I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist. That's what I do in the world. Um, and I help the world heal so that they can all be sexually liberated and free. And we all can be ethical sluts, unite, woo! <laughs> um, and uh, to catch more of my, you know, awesome podcast called My Orgasmic Life, um, both those links will be in the 
it both in the description and um, in the comments. Have a juicy day. I, may, I hope it's filled with joy, celebration, and sexual liberation and empowerment. Bye-bye.